0: You're listening to LeBeau's Life Lessons, where we believe that you can change if you truly want to. Listen and take notes from our dynamic host, LeBeau Colbert. You're sure to learn something you didn't know. Remember to follow and share this message with someone you love. Now, on to the show. to LeBeau's Life Lessons. Today we are continuing our series on psychological warfare. And today we're going to be talking about the most common phrases manipulators use and their true meanings. So today we're going over the most common phrases used by manipulators and their true meanings. So we've been having a lot of fun over the past few weeks talking about these um, manipulation tactics and I'm happy because we're getting close to the end. Um, I'm always excited to move on to the next thing. Um, And so this is going to be our second to last episode on this topic. Next week we're going to be talking about the ways to spot lies and interrogate the lawyer. Now, <clears throat> just to take a side note on that one, on that point, um, you're not always gonna be in the position to uh, uh, interrogate somebody. Sometimes you just need to focus on learning one really good uh, question to ask or one really good tactic to get to the, to the truth And even if that person doesn't tell you the truth, you just need to have just a few of these in your pocket That you can use that you can identify whether or not somebody is lying to you. Okay, and so I'm going to go over a few Um, Right now. I have 12 on my list that may grow Um, And then you can just pick and choose which one you like the best now Some of you are hyper empathetic, and that means that you are able to pick up on micro expressions really well. And even before someone can fix their face to match whatever they're saying, you already know their true emotion. And you have the unique ability to catch when somebody is secretly thinking one thing, but they're, you know, faking a smile or whatever. That really comes in handy. But where I find people struggling the most is knowing what to do after that. Like, what do you do after that, okay? Once you figure out um, that somebody is using you or manipulating you or lying to you, now what? And I wanna say this, nothing I say will matter unless you have the strength To do something about it right because we a lot of us have received great advice over the years from family friends uh, books we've read lots of things but at the end of the day it comes back down to self discipline and the ability to regulate ourselves in our lives effectively so you can read a whole book on how to uh, cook But if every time it's time to cook, you don't feel like it, so you don't do it, then what's the use of your knowledge? So the point is, I want to give people the tools so that when they are strong enough, they can use them. And so today we're going to be going back and forth in the comments again as usual. I'm going to throw out some scenarios and you guys tell me what you think. Now some of these phrases before I get to them, you've heard them before, some of you have heard them recently. And this is the thing, people do what works for them. People stop doing things when it doesn't work, when it doesn't give them the result they want. So when you see someone doing the same thing over and over again, it's because it's working. But eventually, when they get tired of facing a consequence, that's when they'll be ready to change. So you can you know, be somebody over the head with sound advice and wisdom and tell them, hey, if, if this person is doing this, then it equals this. Um, at the end of the day, they're not tired of their behavior yet, so they're going to let them continue doing it until they get tired. you get what I mean? <clears throat> Have you ever had a friend or family member that keeps accepting mistreatment and you just your hands are tied because you cannot force them to make someone lead their life? You can't force them to have boundaries and standards. You can't force them to enforce their rules. And you see them getting hurt over and over and over again. And it's hurtful for you. And all you can do is shake your head because they're not tired of being dragged yet. They're just not tired. Once they get good and tired, then they will change. Then they will set boundaries. Okay? So that... That is definitely something that you have to accept and, uh, you know, you'll have to get used to it. So, while I'm looking at this, some, some guy is making some disparaging remarks about women but he's in a picture with a girl. I wonder if somebody might track him down and send her uh, screenshots of those, see how she feels. But um, (laughs) I'm not gonna get on the petty horse today. Let's get started. All right, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna throw out a scenario to you guys And I'm going to give you a phrase that is a common phrase someone uses when they're purposefully trying to manipulate you. And then I'm going to give you maybe an alternative line they might use. And you tell me, what are they really doing? Like, what's the real objective here? Okay, scenario one. Jerrion has left his girlfriend to do all the housework even though they both work full-time jobs She asks him to help her clean up when he yells, if it weren't for me, you wouldn't even have this place So Jerrion is sitting on the couch guys, he is refusing to help again they both work too. They both work full-time jobs, but for some reason, Jerion thinks, for some reason, Jerion thinks it's okay for his girlfriend to do all of the housework. That's the context. So he says to her when she says, uh, "Can you please help me to clean up their mess, a mess that they created together?" He says, "If it weren't for me, you wouldn't even have this place." So what are, what are we hearing? What are we hearing in this? In this, let's assume they're both paying the bills. They both work, but for some reason, he thinks that she should be doing all of the work. And his excuse is, "Well, it's because of him she was able to live there," because you know sometimes people have to go in on into apartments together on the lease in order to be able to live in a certain place someone said are you paying for the house for a house cleaner right okay now an alternative line that someone like Jerrion would use is they would say something like well all of this is in my name this is in my name someone says he thinks cleaning is a woman's duty Someone else says, sounds like emotional abuse to me. That is correct. And for any types of Gerons in the audience, that is not a relationship that is gonna work and they absolutely already know this. Usually these types of people already know that eventually they're gonna get left. This is why most of them are cheaters because they know that a woman is only going to take so much and he's going to take her through as much as he can and to, you know, allow her to treat him like a king while he can. But he's going to keep his options open so that when she gets tired of being kicked around, he will still have options and he'll never have to pick up a broom because he'll already have somebody else lined up to take her place. Sometimes these types of emotional abusers. They will purposefully put a woman in a situation with her help to make it so that everything is in his name so that he can punish her by taking it away. They'll say, oh, this TV is mine. So they get in an argument. They'll say, this TV is mine. They'll take the remote to work. Or they'll take the wire to the internet to work. They'll do petty little things like this and say, well, this is mine. This TV is mine, this internet is mine, this computer is mine, you can't use it. This car is mine, you can't drive my car to go anywhere. And there are people who will, you, you get married, you get married, you move away, you follow them into a foreign place, away from all of your family, you give up your your career, your this, your that, all of your comforts to follow them, they put you in a situation where you're completely dependent. And as long as you're dependent on them, they have control and they can do this type of thing. And if you don't feel confident or strong enough or have enough support, you will, have, you will sit in there and worry about that, I mean, and deal with that. <clears throat> Someone's asking me what my profession is. So I'm a marketing consultant. I have my own business and I consult with corporations. I used to be a therapist. I used to be a therapist and marriage counselor a long time ago. Now I'm an author and speaker. Okay. Someone says, sounds to me his parents dropped the ball. Yeah. If he was really raised in the first place when a lot of these guys who developed this mindset were never really raised. They were in survival mode right along with their mom." So because they were in survival mode, most of them didn't have a dad or their dad was too busy to raise them, saying they were too busy for work. They had to raise themselves, probably had to help raise their siblings too. Developed a lot of animosity over the years. And for for that reason, um, they weren't raised. The streets raised them, TV raised them. Someone says that whole king-queen mentality and talk is pure garbage and not great compliments. I literally was going to make a post or video about this the other day. That very thing that you just said, the reason why is because, do you realize what a king is? The king is your Lord. Your Lord is a person you submit to and do whatever they say. They're your master. So when you say you want somebody to be your king, I know that a lot of people just use that as slang but when you say you want someone to be your king this is what you're saying you want from them you want them to be your lord and master because a king tells you what to do and you do it no matter what and your duty is to serve them even if it's not within your best interest that's your duty to the king okay um Someone says control, been through that with my ex-husband. Someone else says uh, kings get their heads chopped off. They do, I love history. I've heard about kings getting their head chopped off. Um. (laughs) Let's see. Someone says if there is a king that means everyone is a peasant and that is so true Because a lot of these people with this mentality they treat everybody else as if they are subservient to them They should be subservient to them and that they're superior to everybody Okay, and it is self-delusion. It is narcissistic. It is also egotistical and It is grandiose. It's a grandiosity complex which is a mental disorder where you feel superior to other people and you treat them like peasants. Someone says, how do, you, how do I protect the kids from his negative vibes? Well, first place, I would leave. I would make a plan and leave. You have to have a plan with resources and a plan A, B, and C, but I would be making an exit you will not be able to change this person and to think that you can do that or that you have that power over them is self-delusion. So your goal is not to change them. It's to change your mindset that makes you believe that you have to endure that. All right, so let's... uh, Let's go ahead and move on to the next thing. I tried to block that person, you guys, but I'm not able to because um, I'm live. Okay, all right, number two, let's go. Alan and Tanya are fighting again. When Alan blurts, if you don't like me so much, leave. What does that statement really mean? What is that? And by the way, the first, the first one with Jarian, that is being territorial. So all of that stuff that he was doing and, you know, the lines of all of this is mine and if it weren't for me, you wouldn't have this or that. That's being territorial, okay? And it's emotional abuse. Now, this person is saying, if you don't like me so much, leave. How many of you have ever heard that? Okay, that's a common one. Here's an alternate line. You won't leave me though you won't leave me though, so may as well shut up. Mhm- Someone says, mine always says, then why are you with me whenever I come to him with a concern? Yeah, that's an emotional that's an emotionally abusive relationship um Someone else says, avoiding his consequences for his actions. Yes, it's an avoidance tactic. Okay, anybody else before I reveal what it is? Alan says, if you don't like me so much, leave. You won't leave me though. Someone says, it means know your worth. I'm going to tell you what this is disguised as, guys. And ladies, please pay attention to this. This is a reverse discard. This is somebody that is basically wanting out of the relationship. This is why they keep bringing up, you need to leave, or why don't you leave me? That's what they want, okay? Okay. They are bluffing so you can call their bluff. They want you to leave. Now maybe sometimes they act like they don't but that's because they're comfortable and that is because they get benefits out of the relationship. It's not a total waste but they don't want to be in it but they're not strong enough to leave it either. So this person is trying to emotionally or physically abuse you out of the relationship. There's people that will literally torture you until you leave them because they don't want to be they don't it's it's twisted mentality okay but basically they don't want to for you to be able to say you just they just abandon you they don't want to say that you you know that they're just a cold-hearted person so they just do whatever it is that you hate so that you can look crazy for leaving them and they get to preserve their reputation. Does that make sense? Someone says, never takes accountability for anything. Never apologizes for anything. Yeah, never be in a relationship like that. Cut your losses. Because nine times out of ten, when you leave those relationships, you actually thrive and you look back and you realize that you are holding yourself back. So I'm a Louisiana Creole, which is Afro-Latino in my case. So, uh, because somebody asked me (laughs) so People are watching me and they think, what what did she just say that for, someone asked me. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of this stuff is disguised, that's why we're having this conversation. i want to reveal what it really means this person really wants you to leave them so basically just get your your stuff together strategize to make your plan and just let them know when you are really ready to leave please don't alert them god do not alert them all right well fine i'm just gonna leave then. and then you start getting your stuff together and you start packing and you start doing all this stuff to really show them like you're trying to threaten them. No, mean what you say and only tell them when you're actually leaving or after you left, better yet, because what's gonna happen is they're going to do reverse psychology and they're gonna, oh, I don't want you to leave and oh, why are you trying to break up our happy home? And you're doing this and you're doing that and you're gonna leave me with all these bills and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of these some of this is confirmation to some of these you know the people in the comments So this is a real thing that's happening to a lot of people Okay, number three Jeff pokes fun at his friend's weight in front of mixed company and his friend is visibly upset With a sly look in his eyes Jeff grins Can't you take a joke? What is Jeff doing? Okay, so they're in in mixed company. Let's say that they're out eating and his friend is sitting across from him and he's just taking jab after jab about his weight, right? Okay, Um, and then when when the friend gets mad, he's like, well, can't you take a joke? Jeez. Someone said it's gaslighting. Someone said it's passive aggressive. Yes, that's both of those things. Gaslighting and passive-aggressive. Anybody else want to give one before I say it? Let me give you an alternate line. You're overreacting. Why are you being so defensive? So this person is gaslighting. Very good, everyone. This person is gaslighting and they're also being dismissive of your feelings. They're just dismissing them. You know why? Because people dismissed them when they were growing up. Their feelings were dismissed, they weren't considered. So that is normal to them. Like it's normal for them to feel abuse, to hear abuse, to witness abuse, to endure abuse. That's their normal. So when they do it to other people, they're like, why are you tripping? I, I just said you were fat. I just said that you were huge, that you're a whale. I just said that all I'm saying is that you're, you're, you know, severely overweight. Because they, they don't see anything wrong with that. Okay, so When a person does this to you, when they use those lines, can't you take a joke? You're overreacting and why are you so defensive? This is a person who has deep seated issues with validation. They seek validation, that's pick me territory, okay? That's a person who is trying to look good in front of everybody by picking on you because they are so empty and they're not really empty. They're not really empty. They're empty but full up with negativity. You get what I mean? They're vessels for negativity. They're vehicles for negativity. And that's what comes out of them because that's what's deep down inside of them. And you can feel sorry about this person at a distance. But please do not feel obligated to keep them in your life someone says throw a wrench in that moment by saying I'm fat yes but at least I don't have an STD. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> um, well the point is that's what's really going on here okay all right let's move on to the next one. Number four Ashley's husband just brought her a new car for her birthday. Her single cousin Sarah says must be nice as she rolls her eyes what's really going on here with cousin Sarah Ashley's husband just bought her a brand new car for her birthday she tells cousin Sarah about it and Sarah's like must be nice (laughs) someone says say darn straight is nice Right. Someone said low-key hating. So yeah, hater. Someone says hater. All right. That's envy. That's that's yeah, someone said envious. That's obvious, right? It's obvious to us because we're on the outside looking in. We're observing the situation in our minds. It's playing out. But think about um just think about how Ashley feels. Now, obviously, she's telling her cousin Sarah about this because she's her friend. So when she says, like, a little side comment like that, that little shade comment, she's probably confused. That's the key, guys. Confusion is when there's hidden envy. Confusion is hidden envy. Why? Why? Is confusion hidden envy? It's because envy is always disguised as something else. You'll never see blatant envy. You'll never hear anybody say, well, I'm jealous of you because I don't have that. They'll never say that. They'll say, well, I guess it's always easy for the pretty girls. Well, it must be nice when your dad buys you everything. You see? Or, well, of course it's easy for you. You see, that's it's always disguised as, as something else. And if you ask, them, if you press them about it, they're gonna make up excuses that also don't make sense. Okay? So I guess when I, when I put it, what I'm trying to say is if you notice a friend making a shady comment and it leaves you confused The reason why you're confused is because it is not it's not um, You don't see that part of their character like you don't understand why they would be jealous of you and you don't understand Why they would take those actions towards you? and It's confusing to you especially also because you don't want to see it that way Like the last thing you want to believe is that somebody that you care about is secretly hating on you. So it's almost as if you allow yourself to be deluded at that time because you don't want to see the harsh truth that you are sitting next to a snake. And sometimes it's not necessarily that you are sitting next to a snake. It's just that that point, you know, that point right there, that topic that triggered them is the part that they're suffering in. So for instance, in this case, if Ashley has a good husband that treats her all the time and Sarah doesn't, that's a point of envy for Sarah. She's going to hate on um, she's going to hate on Ashley every chance she gets concerning that area. Now, maybe she doesn't hate on her in any other area except for that because that's the part that hurts her right now. You see? Like for instance, if if you have a a relative that's been trying to get pregnant and you are just fertile myrtle, popping out babies left and right, that cousin may be so good to you except for when you talk about your kids. They feel slighted when you talk about your kids. Not everybody's like that because not everybody wants kids. But for the one that's really trying That's a a hard area for them. Hmm, okay. So let's go to the next one. Number five, Jayla is on the phone with her friend Irene. Irene checks in with Jayla, but never has anything to talk about. As always, she starts the conversation with, so what you been up to? What is Irene doing? This has been a, a heavy topic on TikTok lately. This is something that's been going on. Like it's it's been trending on TikTok. What is she doing? Somebody said keeping tabs. Mm. Someone says can't keep a conversation. Nah, nah, nah. But that's a good disguise though. Someone says, fishing for information to gossip about. Bang, 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 bang. Um, They're monitoring you. So this is a person that they don't ever share with you what's going on in their life, but they always wanna know what's going on in your life. Like if you ask them what's what's going on, how they're doing, they're like, oh, same old, same old. Yeah, everything's fine. So what about you and -and so-and-so? Tell me about that, how did that go? They want to stay up on everything that's going on with you. Now, sometimes, (laughs) sometimes it's because they are, they are relaying that information to somebody else. Sometimes they just love gossip. Sometimes they are looking for information to use against you, but every single time you should not trust them. So, You'll notice that you have somebody in your life like this when you hesitate to tell them things. Because your intuition is telling you, don't call them. Do not call them about this. And the way that you know is they never share anything deep with you. If they ever talk about anything that's going on in their life, it's all surface level things that everybody knows about oh well, oh well, the kids are going back to school. That's nothing. That's no information. Oh well, yeah, we're going to have everybody over for Christmas. You see what I mean? They're not really giving you anything. But here you blah, 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 blah. You are hemorrhaging vital information about your life that literally you would not want the whole world to know this. You wouldn't want the world to know this, but you're telling them, a person that won't even share how they're really feeling, how they're really doing. They're not sharing with you any fears, any complications. Someone said, throw a wrench, throw another wrench and say, got plans to meet Uh, insert celebrity (laughs) but the point is just back off from this person because they are monitoring you and nine times out of ten it's not going to be something you're cool with and guess what else someone is always trusting someone that you do not trust someone is always trusting someone that you do not trust So how do other people know your business and you do not even know them enough to trust them? Because somebody is talking about you. Someone said, my daughter posted her new relationship on social media and he started getting DMs in his inbox, haters. Yeah, that's really sad. Yeah. So be careful of these guys, okay? All right, so next one. Brenda is telling her roommate Katrina about her hoarding for what seems to be the fourth time this month. Katrina sees no issues. She pays the bills, pays the bills too. So she says, why do you always have a problem with me? She whines as she she stacks more dirty laundry on the couch. Let me read that one again, because I don't think y'all are paying attention. Brenda is telling her roommate Katrina about her hoarding for what seems to be the fourth time this month. Katrina sees no issues with this. She pays the bills, too. She says, why do you always have a problem with me? As she stacks more dirty laundry onto their couch. Someone says... Watching someone when they don't know is stalking, no matter how you see it. Yep, and honestly, that's a good angle to put on this uh, phone call stalking. Like when someone's monitoring you, that's them stalking you just on the phone, because they know as soon as you call you, soon as they call you, you're gonna overshare and tell them too much about their business. They don't even have to try; they don't have to pry. Um, Someone says Brenda sounds like she got a problem. Yeah Yeah, but what problem is it? What is she trying to do with that line when she says why do you always have a problem with me? Someone says context it is affecting anywhere. Is it okay? So is it affecting anybody else? Yes, it's um, so could in this situation Katrina's hoarding is affecting Brenda their roommates. Someone says Reverse card, Brent, someone says, uh, Brenda is using the reverse card. Yeah, someone says that is also a compatibility issue. Some people keep others around for help. That's true, right? That is true. But why, why is Katrina using that line? You always have a problem with me. Why are you always picking on me? Someone says solution. Don't live with a roommate. I know. Yeah, easy solution. Someone said deflection. Good. So deflection is good. Someone says accountability. So what Katrina is doing is she's guilting her. She's basically uh She's trying to make herself a victim, which is common with people who have this tendency. So she's going to make Brenda feel bad for wanting Katrina to keep their house clean. So if Katrina is over hoarding the house and she's taking up more space than what she deserves, that's wrong and, she, and she's living with Brenda, she needs to you know, honor and respect the rules that they have in their own space. But it doesn't seem that uh, Katrina is willing to do that. So instead of taking accountability for it, she's just going to try to make Brenda feel bad for telling her to do something about it. And so this is what a manipulator does. Instead of accepting accountability for what they know that they're doing wrong, they're just going to make you feel bad for being mad about it. Someone says, reiterate the problem is the hoarding. Don't fold, address it head on. Yeah. Now, when it comes to hoarding, a lot of times you're not you're never gonna fix this problem. I would suggest if some if somebody is really going through this, that they just go ahead and try to make their exit strategy and get out. Right? That's a that's something that does not go away easily. But my point here is no matter what situation it might be. When somebody tries to make you feel bad for having standards to be treated with dignity and be treated the same way uh, they will wanna be treated, they are manipulating you, okay? All right, let's go on to the next one, number seven. Nayla, Nayla is an intern and one of the male managers, Angelo, has been giving her tips behind the scenes. He invited her to coffee and as they visit together, he suddenly says, I wanna mentor you, I can help you. What is he trying to do? Let's just say he's giving her tips on the job or about the job, okay? But he's doing it behind the scenes. What is going on here? Nayla is an intern, and one of her male man- managers, Angelo, has been giving her tips behind the scenes. He invited her to coffee. And as they sit together, he says, I want to mentor you. I want to help you. I can help you. Someone says, Nope, can't assume how's her behavior in his in this scenario. Someone said grooming. Bingo. I'm sorry, bro. This is grooming. Anytime someone gives you special attention on the side, and they're the opposite sex and usually older than you, and they are giving you compliments and or tips saying, oh, I can help you do this, I can help you do that. And they're giving you special focused attention that they're not giving other people. And then they're trying to spend time with you away from work and now they are initiating being in your life as a mentor. Listen, this has happened to me and several people I know over the years, over and over again, and I can write a book on it. It's grooming. And a lot of times these men are able to tell if you are the type that can be groomed, if you probably have been groomed in the past. And what I mean by that is you have been a victim of sexual assault and or molestation in the past. And they can pick up those same vulnerabilities that you had back then, that made it easy to groom you back then. They have those same predatory ways and tactics to groom you and pull you away from the flock so they can isolate you and make put you in a position to where you feel like you owe them for helping you and giving you special help, okay? See, see, somebody said I'm not giving all of that information, but see, someone said that's how it starts. only takes a moment. This is the initial moment that it starts grooming. That's right. Now, see, if my daughter came to me and she only gave me the context that I just laid out, I will already know that that's grooming. Why? Because I've been through it before. You can recognize patterns when you have been the one in that seat. When you've been the one in that seat, you know what it looks like and what it sounds like and what it smells like, and you can see it from a mile away. And you can monitor that situation and know that that's what's going on. And and you know you can you can see. Mhm. Another, here's here's another one. Now, some of you it's not a man, an older man saying in the corporate world that's saying, "I want to I want to mentor you and I want to help you." Let's say you're a business owner and you hear this line, "I want to work with you." I want to collaborate. We need to collaborate. And then when you talk to them, they don't even know what your business is or what you do. Again, grooming. This is a person that is trying to get next to you so that they can get into your world and have a reason to be talking to you all the time. Here's another line Would you please mentor me? Hey there. would you please mentor me now sometimes it's genuine and sometimes this is a person who just wants to get close to you so they can get close to the people you know so that they can become you cuz see some people actually want to learn from you they want what's in your heart not what's in your hand when you are a mentor. You have to have your eyes completely open and do not allow these compliments and all these flatteries to make you forget that some people are just trying to align themselves with you so they can have access to your resources so the whole point is when somebody is trying to infiltrate your world it's not on accident it's because they want something okay When somebody's trying to infiltrate your world, they want something. Someone said, if it happens with the gender reverse, does it still apply? Absolutely it does. It still applies. Grooming is grooming. So if a woman, if it's an older woman that's paying special attention and and, uh, complimenting him on the side and talking about things that don't have nothing to do with work and inviting him out to dinner, inviting him out to lunch, it's the same Thing. The behavior is the behavior. And most of the time it's learned behavior. It is a strategy. No, it's there's no bias. There is no bias. See, not everybody's gonna agree with what I said, but because either it's something true for them or it's something they've never been through before. But not everything I say applies to everyone, but it doesn't take away from the truthfulness of it. It's just not your story. Nobody's never done it to you, or they've done it to you in the past. And it's been so long, you don't remember. Okay. Grooming is grooming, somebody says. Okay yeah i i see it too i i i see it too i have a good looking 18 year old son and i can see women grooming trying to groom him someone said yes hindsight i was fooled by the empty words yes yes indeed see sometimes let let me tell you something this is why it's so important to know yourself and to know your vulnerabilities because if inside you have a void and you need to be complimented and you need to shine and you need to be lifted up and you need people to notice you and recognize you when somebody comes along with all that flattery that's all it takes to get you sidetracked and and disarming you and making you drop all your defenses and you trust every little word they say because they came in talking about this that and all the things that nobody else says about you okay someone said focus on progress not perfection mm-hmm okay number eight we only have two more number eight Timothy gave Jessica the bad news that he couldn't tell his wife about her again. Oh, he can't tell his wife again? Oh, Jessica's eyes start welling up with tears. And she whispers, But you promised. To which Timothy replies, I never said that. Dun, dun, dun. What's happening? Someone said a bad marriage. What's happening? Timothy is letting Jessica the side chick know. I just can't tell her this time, baby. It's not time yet. I have to wait a little bit. You have to wait a little bit longer me some time. These things need time. And Jessica's like, but you promised. You said. And he says, I never said that. So what is he doing? Here's an alternate line. That never happened. Someone said future faking and gaslighting. Ding, 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 ding. Gaslighting and future faking. That's right. And for those of you who are not TikTok savvy or (laughs) you're not up on the TikTok lingo future faking is and it's not a TikTok thing but it's just something that's been buzzing around TikTok but like future faking is basically when somebody sells you a dream okay It's, it's a salesman type tactic that people use in relationships when they're trying to that's right someone said buying time when someone is trying to sell you on themselves and they just like Aladdin taking Jasmine on a magic carpet ride. A whole new world. This is what our life is going to be like. Just she's in the way. She's she's It's because of her but if we get her, well, as soon as she's out of the way, we're going to have this. We're going to have that. I want to take you here. I'm going to have this. I'm going to be this and that and they are just lying, 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 lying. Someone said, what's the name of the character? It is Jessica and Timothy So basically he's he's you know, he's future faking her but when he says I never said that You notice how people who don't want to take accountability just have amnesia You know they have amnesia now that never happened I never said that or that's not what I meant all manipulation. All right finally let's get to the end and then I want to read something because I was going to have somebody on my show today but um I had just got back from a trip and it it just didn't work out but I want to read something that they said um okay last one Renee is talking to her mother-in-law about the comments she had made to Renee during an argument. Miss Washington, she starts, I don't appreciate you calling me a little slut and a bad influence on to my daughter. I'm your son's wife. That can never happen again. Her mother-in-law silently nods and after a deep breath she says, I'm sorry. Two months later, Mrs. Washington comments beneath the, a photo of Renee on vacation. She says, some things are just for the bedroom. At least that's how I was raised. Dun dun dun. <laughs> now what is Miss Washington doing here? What is Miss Washington doing? Renee goes to her, they had an argument. Okay. Miss Washington called Renee a lot of stuff that she shouldn't have said. And Renee is telling her that's unacceptable. You can't talk to me like that, et cetera, et cetera. And Miss Washington, she seems to understand, and she's like, Yeah, you're right, I'm sorry. She says, Oh, you're right, I'm sorry. And but then a few months later, uh Renee posts a picture of herself online and she's on vacation, so obviously she's in a bathing suit or something like that. And Miss Washington is like, some things are just for the bedroom, at least that's how I was raised. Someone says undercutting, someone says projecting, someone else says, sounds like she has a grudge over a boundary. Someone says hater. Mm-hmm. Someone says, she clearly doesn't respect her by dismissing her wishes. Uh Uh-huh. So, the I'm sorry here and the you're right is just buying time. She's just buying time. Let me tell you something, especially about some of these older folks, they know better and they know what they're doing. Sometimes older folks know exactly how to run somebody off when they don't want them around and that apology was fake and it was just used to buy time and to get out of the situation and uh, someone said she's projecting because she's envious absolutely it's projection out of envy but also she's trying to make Renee uncomfortable she wants her to be mad and upset so she can argue with her son so she can come back and say, see, I told you that girl wasn't for you. I told you she wasn't right for you. I dreamed about your wife. That's not how your wife look. Someone says, someone says, Renee and Miss Miss uh, Washington sitting sitting in a tree. <laughs> K-I-S-S-I-G, first time love. Someone says, then comes a baby. And no, no, no. So someone says, I went through this. Yes, this is a very, very common scenario that plays out. But I I guess my point in using this scenario is just saying that when you're dealing with a manipulator, their I'm sorry is fake. The you Your right is fake. So the whole thing where they're apologizing and all that, they, how do you know? How you know is they don't change their behavior. So... Let's say let's say that Renee bought it the first time. Miss Washington's apology. She's like, "Yeah, finally. I think I got through to her." Then she sees the comment and then she's heard all over again and she's confused. Well, I thought we've been through this. That's when you realize you're dealing with a manipulator. They didn't mean it. They didn't really see eye to eye. They just wanted you to shut up, get out of my face. You're right. Mhm. You're right. I'm sorry. Moving on to the next. They're not going to change. So, you you heard what, you know what they say. Fool me once, fool me twice. Do not allow these people to continue this cycle in your life. That's sick. They're gonna keep letting you down because they can't help it. It's a compulsion of their character. It is deeply rooted and you cannot fix it. So, you have a decision to make. Are you going to continue to allow Miss Washington to have access to you or or are you gonna protect your peace? Because she's gonna keep attacking your mind, making you feel crazy, making you wondering if you're tripping or you're overreacting, so you don't ever trust your own thinking or you're going to protect your peace and walk away say, this is Miss Washington, this is who she is, I want no parts, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry, I'm taking my time back, because let me tell you something, when these people are through with you, that is what hurts the most, the time you lost fooling with them, you regret it every time. Someone says, do you really think they know what they're doing? Yes, every time. You know how you know they know what they're doing? Because usually they do it in secret. It's called nice nasty. It's when they do things in secret, so only you know that they're attacking you. So that if you try to stand up against them, you'll look crazy. They know what they're doing. Then they say they're sorry. They know they know exactly you say i believe some people are just ignorant due to people agreeing with them that's a contributor but see it's okay to it's okay to understand that some people do not care not everybody is raised like you so when you could never imagine doing something malicious on purpose to hurt someone's feelings and some people feel justified in doing it well if she would never did this then i would have never did that well what she was asking for well why did she do this if she didn't want me to do that i know i was wrong but she was wrong too do you get what i mean they can take something that they were offended by years and years ago and and justify Attacking you from then on because of something you did years ago. And maybe it wasn't a misunderstanding, and they never let it go. And they're gonna keep making you pay. Do you get that? Let me let me let me get more personal. If you marry, if Renee married Miss Washington's son, and Miss Washington didn't want them to get married, and they went and snuck and got married anyway. Miss Washington feels justified in attacking Renee from then on. She feels justified in it. Because she will always be able to say, well, if you respected me, you would have never did what you did like that. Y'all didn't care about my feelings. So why should I care about yours? Yeah, if somebody is making you feel crazy, you are dealing with a narcissistic manipulator. Get away from them. Okay, so let me see if I can find the thing that I was gonna share. I can't find it right now. I'll just share it next time. Okay, so uh, next time, and, and just to let you know, all these episodes are already available on every place you can find podcasts. Since we've been doing this, has been a long series. We went over the 13 signs you're being manipulated, the three types of manipulators, the four most common manipulation tactics and objectives. The, today we did the most common phrases uh, manipulators use and their true meanings. And next week we're going to do ways to spot lies and interrogate liars. And when I say interrogate, don't think I mean you know law and order. Sit them in a the dark room and and give them once over and all of that, and playing mind games and stuff. No, I can show you how to just in just like two questions know what it is that you're trying to find out. And once you know. And and let me tell you something else. Once you know that somebody is lying to you, is it really important that you track down the hundred lies when you've already identified 10? They're lying, you know? They've lied to you a thousand times. You don't need to dig, The, the temptation is to dig. Well, what about this? Well, what about that? And what about this? And, and this time, was you lying then too? Like you just let it, you know, once you learn the person is lying, you just have a decision to make. That's it. Yeah. And um, if you're not following me um, and you like the topics that I'm talking about, after while I'm here, I'm gonna record a short video, I don't know how fast I can make it, of um, going over some books. Everybody always asks me for, for uh, book recommendations. Um, I consume books all the time, and so I'm gonna give you some of my recommendations and uh, I'll post that maybe tomorrow okay all right well i have fun with you guys thank you for chiming in you always make it so much fun so much better than sitting here talking to myself i appreciate you and i'll see you next time and remember if you really want to change you can see you next time bye